You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Anyway, I got another show, and this one might bother some people. I don't know. And we'll see what happens. But my cell is Derrick Henry. He might not necessarily have hit that age cliff just yet. We talked about that coming in season. But the Titans offense being a dumpster fire and Tajay Spears coming out and splitting snaps with Henry, it's, it's just fast-tracking his approach to that cliff. Like, Fancy Life's utilization report says that Spears has a 50% snap share for the season through six weeks, and he's eating up a ton of valuable work in the passing game, like you mentioned. Reps in the passing game are worth a lot more than touches in the ground game. 49% route participation against Henry's 32%. 13% target share for Spears versus Henry's 7%. 90% of long down and distance snaps to Henry's 3%. And 86% of two-minute snaps versus Henry's 14%. That's made Henry, whether you want to like to admit it or not, like it's he's a touchdown-dependent RB2 this year, right now. And the problem isn't that Henry's hitting that cliff. Like I still see him on the field. He's breaking off runs. He's doing Derrick Henry things. Like, it's not that he's hitting that cliff, which would be out of his control, but it's something predictable, like backfield by committee that's killing him. It's the usage that's causing his value to fall. In games where Henry doesn't score a touchdown, he's averaging 8.4 points per game. Like, the Titans are also the 26th team in scoring offense in the NFL right now, and that's been with Ryan Tannehill at QB. That could realistically get worse now that he's out with a high ankle sprain, and Tennessee's going to be relying on Malik Willis to command the offense. Could that mean more work for Derrick Henry? Possibly, but... I don't think I'm willing to bet on Derrick Henry right now being able to power this offense through and be everything for the Titans on offense at this point, especially if they're going to keep using Tyje Spears the way they've been. I'm all for a little optimism, giving the guy a chance, Malik Willis, but the offense is not going to be good enough to make Henry a consistent fantasy producer, like I mentioned, unless they completely bail in the passing game and return Derrick Henry to his heyday 25 carry a game workload that we saw last year and the years before. It's not going to happen. Derrick Henry's next two weeks include a bye this week and a tough matchup against the Falcons defense. That's allowing the fourth fewest fantasy points to the position through six weeks. If I can package up Henry, maybe move him for a guy like Kenneth Walker, I'd take that deal all day long. Like Henry and, like you mentioned, Curtis Samuel. So I don't, maybe they might have a little issue getting Kenneth Walker, but I think you can still upgrade at running back with Derrick Henry at this point because he has that good game last week. He had that long run. He looked good. He scored a touchdown. I'm selling Derrick Henry while I can. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. It, it, it's it's this is gonna get bad. It's gonna, it could get ugly. I'm hoping that the word, you know, with them talking that Malik Willis, you know, has taken a step forward and all that during the offseason. We've heard a lot of that. He's had a really good training camp. I'm hoping for it. I don't have my hopes up, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Like I said, I'm all for giving him that chance, but I, I just have to see it first. And at this point, 100%. if I had to bet. I'm betting against the offense looking any better than it did this season. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 